All right, it's time for another episode of Stone Droids Podcast. I'm Zoner, and I am all alone. Uh, funny story. Normally, I'm the guy who has the issues with the hard drive dying, but this time it is Colin. Normally, he would die because, you know, that's kind of his thing. But tonight, it was kind of crazy. His microphone wasn't being detected properly. And so he decided, I'm going to go ahead and reboot my computer. About 10 minutes later, I got a phone call from him and he said, dude, my computer won't turn back on. Uh, it's flashing like the hard drive is dead. Funny thing is, he's got a Mac. I thought Macs just worked. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But that being said, y'all are stuck with me tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this. I don't know. But needless to say, this is going to be an abbreviated episode because, let's face it, nobody wants to listen to me for an hour or, heck, even half an hour. But I do have a few thoughts. Uh, you may have noticed that we missed our episode last week. I apologize for that. I was actually traveling for work. It was a little bit tricky to record in a hotel room. We did try. Unfortunately, uh, my audio was terrible because of the fact that I was in a hotel room. And so we decided, you know, we can't put this out. It's beneath us. It's below our standards. We're not going to, we're not going to subject you, our dear listener, to terrible audio. That being said, hopefully this audio isn't terrible. I do try really hard to, to make the audio sound halfway decent. So, you know, your ears don't bleed and things like that. But there are a couple of things that I wanted to cover last week that I didn't get a chance to, uh, specifically regarding Disney. Now, Disney insists on coming out with these live action remakes, which is kind of funny because they're not all really necessarily live action, so to speak. Lion King comes out here in a week or two, I think. I don't even know the exact release date. And they're billing it as live action, yet the entire thing is CGI. I'd be very impressed if they could get lions and really any wild animals to do the things that they're doing in that movie. You know, like talk. That would be pretty cool. But they keep doing this. They keep churning these out. And they're going to keep churning them out as long as people keep buying tickets. If you're okay with that. That's fine. You know, the guys over at Movies That Make Us recently did an episode on this entire thing. They covered all of the live action remakes. Go check that episode out. It's a really good episode. And they talk about some of the upcoming movies that Disney is doing. And one of them that they talked about that's been rumored for a long time is The Little Mermaid. Now, the Little Mermaid, at the time that they did their recording, had not an, really announced anything regarding casting, had not announced really much at all. But all of a sudden, we started getting casting news, and we have our Ariel. Halle Bailey, who is not Halle Berry, which a lot of people have been confused by, but Halle Bailey is ready to become part of Disney's world. She is an R&B singer, and she has been tapped to play Ariel in the live-action adaptation of The Little Mermaid, which is causing quite a stir 
I've seen people saying, well, you know, she's black. And so this is a problem because Ariel is white with red hair. And, you know, obviously that's not what Disney cast. My concern is she's not a mermaid. You know, she's not going to be able to go underwater and sing and dance and do all the other stuff without risk of drowning. So the CGI better be pretty good in that or else we're going to have some some tragedies on our hand. You know, my thinking in this is, can she do the part? Can she act? Can she sing? That's really all that I care about. If she can do the role, what does it matter? Mermaids are fictional characters. Does it really matter what race they are? I mean, I, I don't know anywhere where it says that they have to be Caucasian. You know, maybe I'm wrong. If I am, let me know. I'm happy to admit that I'm wrong. If there's some mermaid lore out there that says all mermaids are Caucasian, then okay, then Disney's wrong in this and they got to do it. But you know, I'm okay with this casting. I don't know this actress, this singer. I guess she is. I, I've never seen her act. She has done some acting, but, you know, who cares? Really, who cares? But there have been some some people, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, because she's black, this is a problem. But I'm wondering how much of this is manufactured outrage, manufactured controversy. I keep seeing uh, people quoting different Twitter accounts, different Facebook groups, and they have like 30 followers, 40 followers. It's not like there's huge amounts of people that are out there just demanding that Ariel be this specific appearance. You know, I, I wonder really, truly how much of this is just people wanting to be outraged, how much of it's the media wanting to stir up controversy so that they can get clicks. It wouldn't be the first time we've seen it. I really do hope, though, that we get to see Terry Crews play King Triton. As soon as Ali Bailey's casting was announced, there was a push for that to happen. And let's face it, everything is better with Terry Crews in it. There are a few people that just make everything better. One is The Rock. The other is Terry Crews. You know, if we could get both of them in this, then, you know, I'd be good. There is also a few other casting announcements regarding The Little Mermaid. Uh, we've got Jacob Tremblay, who has been cast. Uh, I don't know who he is or, or what he's going to be playing or who he's going to be playing. And then Melissa McCarthy uh, is reportedly in talks to play Ursula which should be pretty interesting. Uh, she is she is a pretty entertaining actress. I do enjoy her. She's been in some some pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, moving on, Disney also is working on a live action Mulan. Now this one's a little bit closer to coming out. We did get our first teaser trailer within the last week or so, and of course. Fans are outraged again because, you know, it wouldn't be a Disney live action remake. Well, it wouldn't be a, a movie, really, without fans on the Internet being all pissed off. But fans are upset because there's no Mushu. The trailer looks beautiful. I mean, there's a lot to like in this trailer. I think it 
looks like it could be a very, very well done, very entertaining movie. It's rumored that they've done away with a lot of the songs. In fact, all of the songs for from the from the original animated movie. There may be the music there, but it's going to be in the background. We're not going to have Mulan singing. We're not going to have, you know, Donny Osmond bursting into song. Of course, Donny Osmond's not in this. But those of you who are fans of the original know what I'm talking about. But fans are really upset that Mushu is not going to be in this movie, or at least doesn't appear to be in this movie based on the the initial trailer. Now... Eddie Murphy's Mushu uh, was the dragon in the original 98 film, 1998 film. He was perfect. You know, he provided the the comic relief. He was kind of, kind of uh, Jiminy Cricket uh, to Mulan. Uh, he, he played that kind of a, a role to her. And, you know, fans really are not happy about the fact that he's gone and now you know there may be some rumors that well Mushu will be in it but it's not going to be a dragon it might be a phoenix instead and you know who knows what's going to happen I guess we're really just going to have to wait and see until the movie comes out but you know the story of Mulan was described in the Ballad of Mulan from the 6th century. Mushu was not there. There was no dragon companion going around helping Mulan do all of these things. So, you know, that is a Disney Disney creation. That's That's not original to the story. I get why Disney may be trying to move away from it, but they've been trying to stay pretty close to the original versions of these of these movies with their live adaptations and again i use that term live somewhat loosely especially when it comes to the lion king but i think that you know they may they may be able to draw a different crowd in with this version of mulan but i think they're going to really alienate a lot of potential viewers potential fans by the fact that they are making so many changes similar to what they did with Cinderella when that came out a few years back. Uh, That comes out though on March 27th of next year. So I guess we're going to have to wait for a few more months. I'm sure though that between now and then we're going to get some more, some more news. We're going to have some more trailers. There's going to be a lot more information coming out. And of course, Disney's going to be doing pre-screenings and focus groups and all that fun stuff to try and figure out exactly what the fans want, what audiences are responding positively to, what they're responding negatively to, and they're going to make those necessary changes because, let's face it, they don't want this to be a flop. They've got a good thing going with these live-action remakes, and they want to keep them going for as long as they can. So that being said, uh, another Disney property, uh, Spider-Man. I went and saw Spider-Man Far From Home, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it. Again, the guys over at Movies That Make Us did a whole episode on it. But I'm going to say this. I I don't want to spoil really anything for people. But if you know who Mysterio is, if you are a fan of the comics, 
it's a little bit predictable. At least I thought it was. I will say this, though. I really enjoyed it. So even though it was predictable, I thought it was kind of cool how they did it. I enjoyed watching the different effects that they did. I mean, the special effects in that movie were fantastic. And it's always fun to see Tom Holland as Spider-Man. That that dude just loves being Spider-Man. And you can tell it is very entertaining to watch him in that role. On to tech. You know, Mouse Jack, this is something that that a lot of people may not know about. Back in 2016, there was a a vulnerability that existed with a lot of Logitech wireless mice. And if you've listened to this show for a while, you know that I'm a big fan of Logitech. They used to be a big customer of the company that I worked for. To this day, I still primarily use Logitech devices uh, as far as mice and keyboard go. Uh, I really like them. But there were some serious issues back uh, about three years ago where basically there was a vulnerability with the dongles and you plug them in and, you know, people could take over your computer with that vulnerability in your in your wireless dongle to your keyboard or to your mouse. And this is funny because this guy over at The Verge recently just purchased a Logitech M510, which is a mouse that is still being shipped with a vulnerable dongle. I actually have an M510 and I had a vulnerable dongle. And I feel like every time I say dongle, I should be like worried that this episode is going to be marked explicit because, you know, dongles are dongly. I don't know, but it sounds sounds like it should be dirty. But Logitech knew about the issue. They phased the fix in, but they didn't really do any sort of recall. They didn't they didn't do anything to get those vulnerable products off the shelves. And so they're still floating out there. Now, this wasn't just exclusive to Logitech devices. Dell, HP, Lenovo, Microsoft, and others that used Nordic and Texas Instrument chips and firmware for their wireless receivers were all vulnerable. But Logitech lets you update the firmware on its dongles. And so, you know, that's a good thing. So they were, they were better off than most of them. But that's also why Logitech's dongles could be a cheap and easy way to launch the attack to begin with. And so if you've got a Logitech wireless mouse or keyboard, a presentation, clicker, you really need to patch it. I guess Logitech will also be rolling out some fixes again in August. And so you might want to patch it again then. And in this article that we're linking to, uh, there is a link that will take you to the support page, which will allow you to download the the firmware update for the Logitech receiver that will take care of these vulnerabilities. Uh, There's also a separate page for the Logitech G900 gaming mouse. So if you've got one of those, you know, this is something that you definitely want to take care of as well. It's always good to update your your stuff, though. Got to be careful. Microsoft, lately, they've been screwing you up with updates. Their updates have been 
kind of terrible. They've been breaking a lot of Windows machines. In fact, there's been a lot of updates lately that have been breaking a lot of things. The Galaxy S10 just rolled out an update on, I believe it was Verizon and AT&T networks that was locking users out of their machines and, or excuse me, out of their phones. And so, you know, you got to be careful with your updates, maybe wait a day or two, but something like this where somebody can actually take full control of your computer, uh, wipe it, whatever, especially if you go out and use it in coffee shops, if you go out and use it, you know, at a, at a university, definitely take a few minutes, run that firmware update for that Logitech receiver and and get your dongle firmware taken care of. But that is our show. Like I said, it was going to be short and sweet. I didn't want to go two weeks without an episode for you guys because, you know, that sucks. But <laughs> with Colin's machine dying, I didn't really have much choice other than to do it alone uh, this week. But we we do appreciate you guys tuning in for us. Uh, things are going to start to get more regular. I'm hoping, uh, assuming that Colin's hard drive uh, can recover or get replaced or what. But, you know, it's a Mac, so he'll take it into the Apple store and and they'll sell him a new one for $4,000 because I think that's how it works, isn't it? If I'm wrong, go ahead and, and let me know. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. Also, if you have any other thoughts regarding Disney's live action remakes, uh, Mulan, uh, Spider-Man, if you saw it, Spider-Man Far From Home, tell me what you thought. Send me your thoughts, feedback at StolenDroids.com. And also, if you have any tech-related questions, send those as well. We're happy to answer those. Uh, we've had a few people say, hey, I like it when you answer those questions. Unfortunately, nobody's really sent us any questions. So go ahead and send them our way. Also, if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to Stolen Droids Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, pretty much everywhere else. Wherever you get your podcast from, you know, there we are. And while you're there, please be sure to leave us a rating and a review so that others know what you think about the show. We are doing a deal right now where if you go ahead and leave us a review, send us an email, let us know, feedback at stolendroids.com. We'll put you in a, a drawing for a free t-shirt. So yeah, just go ahead and, and do that. Let everybody know what you think. Uh, let us know what you think too. And don't forget to check us out on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stolen Droids. And also check us out over at StolenDroids.com in between shows. And don't forget, I, I know I've mentioned them a few times, but check out Movies That Make Us podcast. They are, they are great. You will love them. If you don't, I'll give you your money back. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Hopefully Colin will be joining us because, frankly, I don't want to do this all by myself again. But until then, be good to each other. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.